Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Labaris, Social Communications Manager at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your classroom and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. I'm Danielle. Hey everyone, I'm Sari. I welcome back to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Before we get started, we just want to say again, we know there is a lot happening right now, and we hope we can provide you with insights, tips, and best practices, and breathing room from the critical work you do every single day. We are here to support teaching and learning wherever it is taking place. And we are super excited to have an extraordinary educator with us today, our first educator interview of season two of the podcast. (laughs) So we're going to ask Christy to just introduce yourself, tell us where you are, what your role is, um, that sort of stuff. So yeah, go ahead. Okay. So hi, guys. I am Christy Moore. I am currently the MTSS coach of Winkler Middle School. Last year, I was the reading interventionist. Um, That is in Concord, North Carolina. And I've been teaching, this is my 11th year, so. Whoa! Awesome. <laughs> and, 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 and what a crazy year it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> is it? it. <laughs> so what we would love to, to really talk to you about today is all things remote learning. Um, you know, if you wanted to share a little bit of how your last year went, once things sort of happened, what is your role this year? What are some of the things that you learned? And then what's the plan? And um, what are you going to do moving forward in your new role? Gotcha. Okay, just a couple so things. One, just a couple things. <laughs> just a few, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, one thing I learned last year was to give myself grace because I feel that I am so hard on myself because I'm always wanting to do better. So, you know, I have this mindset of things for technology and I want it to look this way and I want it to work this way. And, you know, we know it does not. So I think first thing I had to learn to give myself grace because I was realizing as I was going through this with my students and transitioning and like trying to, you know, be there for them as an interventionist, I can't expect them to want to do the work. So I had to kind of restructure my mind and think of what's best for them. And I realized that they were giving me all the grace in the world. So one student was like, you just need to do the same for yourself, Miss Moore. I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I think that is honestly the best tip and just walk away when you need to, because there are some times when you're looking, especially in social media, I know for myself personally, like I listen to this podcast and I get ideas, you know, even from kindergarten teachers, just things to think about on Facebook, on Instagram. And so I realize sometimes I like, as I'm inspiring to be like these other educators, like I kind of forget sometimes the good things that I do. So sometimes it's important for me to just walk away and kind of just review things that I've done, talk with my students, see things that work well. They really like those making connection things. So that's what I think I, I strive for. And kind of whatever else comes after that is a bonus. That's great. Wait, can you say more about the making connection things? Yeah. Um, so my principal now has this like picture that is the only thing that comes to mind. And it, he's always talking about love and rigor. And how you have to find like a decent balance because he's always said, and I've always believed that you can love a kid 
And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to do what's best for them. If you're loving them, you're looking at them in one lens. And then also you can't be super rigorous because a kid's not going to learn from somebody that they don't like. Mm -hmm. So especially coming in from, so I taught first grade for two years and then I taught third grade for six years before making this big jump to middle school. Mm -hmm. And so I was terrified. And one thing I was very honest with in my interview was just, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I know I want to do a change. I know that this is where my heart is telling me I need to go. I don't know how to do it with these kids that are all taller than me because I am <laughs> very, very short. I'm 4'11 and a half, like super short. So when he said, and my assistant principals, they said, you know, it's all about building relationships because really you're teaching like kids, they're just bigger. That got me thinking like, okay. I've got to be able to teach them something because they are with me for intervention. So I do need them to grow. But I also have to realize that a middle schooler who's coming to me instead of going to art or to music, something fun, they're going to come up with rightfully so this wall built up. So I can't go in just like, here's where you are. You're low. We've got to do this. Like I've got to start with things and just making connections. So one thing that I love to do is bring my violin in because I played the violin for longer than I'd like to admit, <laughs> but I've been playing since I was five years old. So it just happened, you know, my first year teaching, I brought my violin in just to play Christmas carols with the school. And then I started realizing that the kids really appreciated that. So I made a point to bring in my violin every single year and just kind of talk about my story and how like I was this person who thought I was going to be a violinist and all of this stuff and life just didn't work out that way. And I want to remind them that just because you're in school and grades are important, that doesn't mean that's everything. So we take a day, we kind of talk about how it's very difficult. Um, I have some teachers come in now at my middle school. So like the kids see that they're learning too. So I make a point to say, you know, none of you know any of this, like this is my world. I'm sharing it with you, but I need for all of us to kind of just, you know, help one another, encourage one another. So of course they're really scared to try it at first, especially when they find out how much it is. And then I'm like, guys, I trust you. Like, it's, it's fine. Like, this is my world. I'm sharing it with you. And I noticed then from that point on, it's always just us being us and me saying, okay, cool. Like you get, you're great at soccer. I don't run. I'm great at reading you. We are going to work together on this and just kind of forming this path and going together. And I, that's when I get the most out of my students, I think. I love that so much, and I completely agree. I play the saxophone myself. I never thought I did bring it in at holiday times, and I would play Christmas carols with my saxophone. Yep. Um, but I do want to say, so how are you going to start that this year? What are some ways or tips in creating those essential connections virtually? Well, right now, especially since I don't have like a class of my own just yet. I'm mm -hmm. still kind of, you know, teacher support, I guess. Um, so what I find myself doing is just popping my head in and being this goofy, like letting my personality show. I think before I was so concerned about how people would view me and how students would view, because, you know, parents might be behind. Nope, I don't care. If I see a kid that has a dog, I'm like, oh, I see that you have a dog. Let me see. <laughs> What's the dog's name? Unmute yourself. And then what you'll start seeing is like different cameras pop on and they just want to, you know, see things. And so I really honestly just find a connecting factor. So it, whatever it might be, it might be I'm coming in to help a teacher with technology. Like I won't know any of these kids. So it's just like, okay, guys, we're all in this together. Like other than the obvious, how are you? And make jokes and just remind everybody we're all learning this together. This is all new for everybody. Like last year was last year. Today's a new day. 
it's a new class. Just give yourself grace and give it a try. That's awesome. And I think too, just like pausing to remember, like this is unique. And so if you're seeing, if you're getting a look into students' homes, like take advantage of that. See what, what's in their room. What, what kind of pets do they have? Use that in a math word problem. Like try mm -hmm. to figure out, okay, this is an opportunity I don't normally have. And maybe someone who wouldn't share something with me, I can now see, oh, they have a soccer trophy or whatever it might be and, and really start those conversations. And it also reminds educators who work so hard and might be like so fixated. I know I was this way on like a lesson plan or something like take time to actually like see what's in front of you and appreciate that, especially mm -hmm. when we can't meet with students face to face when we return to school this year. Yeah. Um, I would love I would, to know, so you talked about like cameras on, are there other platforms besides Zoom? I know from your Instagram and we'll link um, Christy's profile in the show notes because she shares lots of awesome stuff there. Is there any other like platforms or techie stuff that you found useful this past year that you're planning to do again or to help support teachers in, in using? Um, well, right now we're trying to, like we're trying to use Canvas and kind of tackle that. LMS. Um, so within that, of course, we do have a couple of different things. I personally like Loom. Um, it's where you can like have a little picture of yourself and then kind of record your screen. I know that Screencastify and other things do the same thing. Loom's just my personal favorite. Um, in addition to Canvas, teachers in my district are also um, using Microsoft Teams. Mm. So I think right now I'm just trying to like, I know I have all of these great apps and things that I've heard of before. But I'm trying to keep it simple for parents, students, teachers, because I think now, especially talking with some of my students, their thing is like, these are all great apps, but I'm still trying to just learn Canvas. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep it simple for them, but also engaging because everybody's using the same resources and same things. So it's created quite an interesting, an interesting spot, but it's, I, I, I try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all trying our best here. I love that. It's like take one thing at a time and master it before doing a thousand things at once because everyone's just going to get frustrated. Mm -hmm. That's really yep. helpful. Yes. And I'm just loving everything you're saying. I think a couple things <laughs> we can get trending on Twitter. Hashtag give yourself grace. Hashtag uh, find a connecting factor. <laughs> Those are some great, great ideas. So we have some tips uh, you contributed to this article. We also have tips from other extraordinary educators. Is there one tip in particular that you want to call out? We will link this in the show notes. You can absolutely have all of the tips that other extraordinary educators came up with. If there's any one that you're just like, final thoughts, I would scroll. And I like number four, get creative about student um, engagement, I think is what it said. I think I, I was the one who said, I, I don't remember what I said. All these are great tips. <laughs> I try and pull something from every single one. Um, mm, this is tough. Um, okay, I saw number one, reasonable expectations. So I think that that's something to kind of remember. I know that we teachers in general, we have a lot that's coming down on us, especially right now where the whole world is viewing us from a teeny tiny screen. So I think setting reasonable expectations on day one and then just reminding students that these are expectations. And so with expectations, the cool thing about those is they can change. So this mm -hmm. might be my expectation at the beginning of class. We're going to sit down. We're going to do this PowerPoint. I'm going to do this and you guys are going to do this and then class will be over. Expectation might be this PowerPoint's not working. You guys can't hear me. You can't see me. So there's no point in continuing to drive that. 
So I think when you're setting expectations, just try and keep that open line of communication with students, parents, staff, and to say, this is new, the things are changing. So I'm going into it with the best of intentions. If it doesn't work out, just know I'm going to try and do something that will be comparable. But today's class might just be us sitting and talking and getting to know one another. We might not get to the syllabus today, but we'll figure out a time to get it done. So expectations, give yourself grace. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag you're doing great. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. We could literally talk to you all day. I love your energy. I love your ideas. I'm so grateful that you are in the field and you are doing all the things that you're doing for the wonderful students who get to work with you. So just thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And and we'd love to have you back to talk about how your year is going. And uh, yeah, I'd love to be back. Continue conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hashtag continue conversation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you again for joining us, Christy. And we will link um, all the stuff she mentioned, the platforms, her Instagram, and also the tips, the top 10 tips and tricks from our extraordinary educators in the show notes. So you can find everything there. Um, you can also follow along on Twitter at Curriculum Asoche and on Instagram at MyIReady. Please be sure to tag us in your post too so we can see all of the great things you're doing um, wherever you are learning this year. And if you have any feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, want to be a guest, anything at all, please send us an email, extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. That's extraordinaryeducators with an S at cainc.com. This is about you. We are here for you. And it's important now more than ever to remember, be you, be true, be extraordinary. And give yourself grace. And give yourself (laughs) grace. Thank you so much. This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates.